Gals and pals, today is the day. We are here. Wait, am I Diane Sawyer? <laughs> Who's to say? But anyway, it's Dragana, and today we're having a little sleepover, a little slumber party, if you will, with our bestie, Angela. Say hello, Angela. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Uh, way back in episode two, which is crazy to think that was already like five episodes ago yeah i was like trying to do math in my head (laughs) but uh someone suggested that we have solo episodes but we are too dependent on each other to do true solo episodes so this is the next best thing we are doing a sleepover-esque an evening with a fireside chat with both of us but today is all about our favorite favorite gemini and if she's not you are lying to my face angela okay but which face because they always say we got two you know (laughs) so to break down how this episode is going to work because it will be a little bit different than what you're used to it'll be a q a type of episode but we're focusing just on angela because oopsies we waited till episode seven to let you guys know more about us as people oops We had to reel you in to make sure that you liked us before the, you know, you had the chance to run away. It was a whole plan. (laughs) We're smart. We did this on purpose. (laughs) So we gathered a bunch of questions from you guys, as well as questions that we wanted to ask each other. So today you're going to hear some of my questions for Angela, as well as a lot from you guys that you submitted on Instagram. And as always... Thank you for asking the questions. A lot of you asked really interesting ones that I never would have thought of, and I was very excited to hear all about them. So shall we jump into it? Let's let's dig in. <laughs> so Angela, the people really want to know, I think this has been a number one question since we even started the pod, but we never really talked about it because we didn't have a reason to. So can you please break down for everyone what you're currently going to school for. Yeah, so right now I'm a graduate student and I'm going to school to become a doctor of pharmacy. So I'm going to be the nice little pharmacist you see at Walgreens or in your hospital that's kind of giving you guys medications and making sure that your medications are safe for you and like all that wonderful stuff. Wow. I know. (laughs) Why pharmacy? Like, were you little and thought, yeah, drug dealer? Or like, how did that start? A little bit of, ooh, drugs are cool. But mainly, I think the first real thing is like, okay, like being a Serbian, basically any foreign person can relate. Your parents have like, Three jobs that they're like, I would be so happy if my kid was one of these. And that's a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. So out of those three options, I was like, I can't do math. So fuck engineering. A lawyer, I was like, you know what? I dig it. But I don't know. It just wasn't my calling, I guess. Even though every time I argue with my mom, she's like, you're really good. You could be a lawyer. <laughs> but um. I was always interested in healthcare and I really like helping people a lot. Like I, I would help anyone and anything 
out of like the kindness of my heart. So like healthcare kind of really spoke to me in that way. And then the more I got into school, like I went to school for like a biology degree. And then, you know, you hear more about like people doing their like prerequisites for med school and stuff like that. And that's when you really sit down and you're like, well, do I want to be a doctor? Like, is that something that I thought would be okay? Like, and like, honestly, between like pharmacy and a doctor, like I would have loved to become a doctor, but their schedules are kind of a little more than I think I could handle. Like, I don't think I would have liked to be on call and like in those type of situations. So I think a pharmacist is like the next step to where like I can still be a part of the healthcare team and be a part of the patient's life without necessarily having to give away my whole life. What is it like being a pharmacy student? Like I, obviously any kind of schooling is stressful and not to it, but I guess what is one pro and one con to being in pharmacy school? That's an interesting question. Cause like, I don't know, like, this is all just my opinions. Like, I don't know anybody else's like type of program. So like, they might be like, oh, that's super easy. But like, one sort of pro I like is that when we're going through, like right now we're in our hardest year like my second year of pharmacy school and it's basically where we learn like all of the medications basically so like I like how they broke it down for us so like we go through like sections of like disease states so like we had a section for musculoskeletal diseases and like everything to do with like you know your muscles and stuff like that and pain and then we had like a whole region on cardio and then Right now we're in infectious diseases. So I like how they split it up so that way you can focus on like that disease area or state versus like some other programs I've heard that they just kind of jump around. And like, I couldn't imagine it learning all these drugs for like every other thing like jumbled up versus like, okay, you know, you're in cardio. So you're going to learn all about the heart. And like, I like that they did that for us. One con, I would say, I think that I don't like, like we have rotations and stuff and they're not covered. And I don't know if any other programs cover it. So this is just me talking, but um, like our fourth year, like it's basically all rotations where we're at like a, a site and we're actually like practicing like students with like a sorry I had to cough but with like a pharmacist or like a a resident or anything and like those like it's free labor which I guess is okay but like you don't get paid for gas and like sometimes you have to drive like an hour away from like where we live or like like we just choose our preferences and then this like machine kind of just like randomly picks it for us so like you don't necessarily like get 100% of the say of where you go so like some places don't have housing and you have to like come up with that all on your own so like most people would have to take out loans for that or like how do you find the money for that that's the only thing I don't really like that makes sense um was there ever a time that you wanted to do something else like before you officially chose pharmacy was there something that you almost went to school for I think I went through a lot of decisions Um, Like my educational career has always been kind of wonky because I went to school. This is like a little 
background knowledge, but like I went to school, I started going to college, like my junior year of high school, because I could do I did this program where like, I basically take like, classes at my community college, to get my associates versus like going to high school. So like, I would take classes that would count for high school credits, but they would be also like associates credits. So like, basically, I stopped going to my high school in my sophomore year. So from there, I graduated when I was like, I think 18 or 17 at the time. And so then like, you know, technically a bachelor's degree is four years. So then that stressed me out because I was like, I only have two more years to pick a degree. Like, what am I going to do? I'm 17 years old. Like, what the heck? And so I always like science. So I was like, oh, I'll probably get a biology degree. And then I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be a psychiatrist. I wanted to be a forensics analyst. You know, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And so all those things, like, were either crushed or like it was put in a very like real world way where it's like how are you going to support yourself when you're out of the house with those types of jobs so then it kind of made me think like oh, okay I really wanted to be an anesthesiologist before I chose pharmacy but I think like the big factor was one the MCAT's eight hours long like to get to take the test to get into med school a lot of studying and then again like even if you're an anesthesiologist like the hours are just way too wonky for me to accept that because like I want to travel I want a family like I want to be a gal like around the world like you know Mm -hmm. now that we have an idea of your educational and career background let's just get into the tea shall we like okay I'm ready the people want it even though I know everything, somehow I want it as well. Okay. So you recently hard launched your boyfriend on Instagram. For those of you that don't know what hard launching is, it's basically when you all of a sudden just post a picture with your man and be like, whoops, here you go. Bet you didn't know. And most people did it. <laughs> um, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so first of all, Tell us what you want to tell us about your your new man and things you like about him. We want we want to know everything. Okay, well, I'm going to start blushing now. Um, it's actually funny that you mentioned hard launching because I soft launched him as well, which is where you just like post his hand in the corner of a photo or something. And one of our friends, like our mutual friends, was like, are you soft launching this man right now? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but um. His name's Quentin, and we met at work. We became friends at work originally. He, like, trained me on, like, most of the shifts that I do at my hospital job now. Um, We were both in funky relationships at the time. Like, relationships that I would say would should have ended a lot sooner than they did. And, you know, during that time, like, we were just friends. And it was one of those where, like, The more and more we talked, the more I realized, like, oh, like, I think I like this guy. And, like, it got to the point where, like, once I was out of the relationship, I was like, ah, I'm staying up pretty late to talk to this man. Like, "Mm, I think I like him. So, um, 
after that, obviously being in a relationship that ended, I was like, I'm not going to get into another relationship. Like it was one of those, like, I'm not doing that. Well, I did, (laughs) but, um, we love him. Obviously since we were friends before, I think it's, it was a lot easier for us to like build a relationship on that foundation, which is what I think we did. And, you know, he's my favorite person in the Iowa city area. Sorry to all my friends here, but, um, he's a really nice guy. And if you guys peep my Instagram, I'll probably post him a lot more, but it's really nice to be in a relationship now where I feel supported versus like other relationships like I've had. I've never had someone support like what I'm doing with school and like my mental health and like my feelings and all that stuff. So it's nice to feel very like supported and have a person that I feel like I could lean on genuinely when I'm in tough times. Um, Also, he's really funny. And I think that's my favorite part because like I'm not a serious person. Like I me being serious is kind of like when I have to like for school and like obviously at work I'm not gonna be a goofy gal but like 99% of the time I do like to have fun so it's nice to have a person that's the same energy and we like click like we clicked right away so it was it was something like of a first like I've never like clicked like that well with a guy where I was like we're like the same person so Obviously, this episode's all about you, and I don't want to comment too much, but dot, dot, dot. I just want to throw out there as, you know, someone that has been here for a a while in the Angela universe. It's been 11 years this year, right? I think so. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, (laughs) babes. But I have known Angela during every relationship she's had. And this is the first time I can genuinely say that I have never seen her so happy and like mentally in a good place and not stressed because of someone like it is so comforting to know that she's with someone that genuinely loves her and like really wants her to be happy and healthy and successful. Like I love Quentin. I'm saying it on air, y'all. Um, I love him. I consider him a friend, like, outside of Angela, even. We talk, we talk once in a while, but he's a good person. And I'm so excited that now everyone else knows, because I've been low-key geeking about it by myself. Now we can all, like, geek together. Like, ah! <laughs> so thanks, Quentin. Quentin, we love you. <laughs> but uh, the next section... This is actually a question that I wanted to ask, and I'm very curious because I don't have this experience. But what is it like being an older sibling? Ooh. Wow. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to break it down in all the ways that I can. I think there's good parts and there's bad parts to being an older sibling, just as well as there might be good parts and bad parts to being a younger sibling. Personally, being an older sibling, you're kind of like, not the trial child, but like my brother can get away with a lot more than I could have when I was younger, like curfews and like rules and like 
like you know since I'm a girl I guess it might be different since my, I have a brother like hanging out with boys at a certain age versus like when he could have like girlfriends like it was all very different and I feel like my brother didn't get in as much trouble as he should have just because like he watched me suffer <laughs> through like my trial and error and um some of that might be our culture you know like being a Serbian culture like a lot there's a lot of leniency towards men than there is women like you know like I was always expected to do chores meanwhile I had to like fight my brother to help me with chores to clean a whole damn house like I would be like dude can you vacuum like just one thing out of my like million to-do list so there was a lot of like growing up I think there was a lot of like like I'm angry (laughs) but now I feel I don't know how I feel like my brother sometimes would probably tell you that like I'm his third or like second mom and yeah second mom not third sorry (laughs) maybe my third because we do have an aunt and she's kind of like a mom figure so like I feel like he thinks of me as like a parent figure sometimes but sometimes it's so hard not to because, like, I'm the older sibling. I'm, like, four years older than him. So, like, I went through, like, every stage of life before he did. So, like, I ended high school. He started, like, all this stuff. Like, I started college, almost ended my bachelor's before he even started. So, like, there's so many things that I went through on my own. Whereas like when he's going through it, like I'm always so worried. And like now like I'm like that crazy sister that's like, oh my God, did my brother make it home? Okay. Like I'm just like, it's kind of like a parental like worry. So it's interesting, but also having a brother, like being an older sister to a brother is very interesting because I look at, like sister sister relationships and it I kind of get jealous because obviously boys are a lot different than girls so like I don't get to have those like deep conversations as often as I imagine like some sister sister relationships have where it's like we're we're each other's confidants I feel like me and my brother had to work towards that just because of like girl boy relationship versus like all that stuff. You know what I'm you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I guess my follow-up to that is having that huge sense of responsibility as an older sibling sounds like it can get kind of like emotionally taxing on you as an individual. So are there things that you do to protect yourself when moments like that come where you're like, okay, I'm a sister, not a parent? Like how do you control your title but also like protect yourself from a lot of emotion (laughs) (laughs) not this being a whole therapy session my bad that's okay that's okay um you know what fam I'm gonna keep it real I probably don't do that (laughs) just because I feel like I as a person like I'm really emotionally invested in anybody that I care about like probably too emotionally invested like I've always been the emotional like friend and like I'll cry and like be worried and all that stuff like way before like anybody else would even the people that are going through it so like sometimes I can't help it but um I try to like 
you know, Quentin has helped me a lot since he has an older sister and he's like a brother. Um, he's also like a, a middle child. He has a younger brother and an older sister. So sometimes like when I talk to him about certain situations that like my brother told me and I'm like worried or something, like he'll tell me like, Hey, like, you know, like you're not his mom, like you're his sister. Like he's telling you out of like confidence and like trust. So like, you just got to like, let him do what he has to do. And sometimes it's a learning thing. And like, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, you're right. Cause like, I, I had no one to like do that for me. Like it was just me. So I obviously like my parents, but like as a sibling relationship, like I was the one doing it first. So like sometimes I can't help it. Other times I just kind of have to bite my tongue and be like, okay, like whatever happens, happens. I'm here to just be a sister. I'm very proud of you for that. That can't be easy. It's not, but you know, like it's a lot easier I guess realizing like I live in Iowa he lives in uh, not Michigan Wisconsin there's not anything I could do until four hours later because that's how long it would take me to drive so like most of the times I'm like girl you're okay like you just got to trust that your brother is a smart person which he is so for sure Uh, this one it might be a direct attack but what is it like being best friends with a Scorpio are you okay Yes and no. That's, and I, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Not gonna lie, I've had some of the greatest friendships with Scorpios. For example, my friendship with Dragona. And I've had not so good relationships with Scorpio. Like, uh, no, I'm not gonna lie, my ex was a Scorpio. Yeah. They're a little hard to handle. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. I think as long as the person is a normal person and a good person, it'll work out well. Thank you for staying friends with me. You're welcome. Not everything's about the stars. True. Well, this is kind of a fun one. What is your go-to comfort meal? So a lot of people aren't going to know what it is. It's called Rasku. And I don't even know if a lot of our Serbian friends are going to know what this is. I don't know if this was just something my mom made and like made up a word. Because my family, we just like to make up words for things. And so... It's the most unhealthiest meal you could ever ingest. It's literally like you melt butter. You melt sour cream. And then you add like cottage cheese or feta cheese, whatever you like. And it's just like this warm, fattening meal. And I usually love to like dip my bread in there and just eat it with my hands. Like I remember my mom would make this for me like when growing up. And every time I made it, like, she made it for me, it was so, like, it just brings back, like, nice memories. And, like, every time I eat it, like, I'm just happy. Like, I don't care what's going on. Like, it'll, it's, like, that comfort meal for me. When I think about that, the way you just described it, is it almost kind of like dipping bread in, like, burrata cheese? Kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, ooh, Y'all, and the best part is you can season to taste, so, like, salty, like, you can salt it as much as you want, like, I've never added anything besides salt, but, like, I guess you could add, like, Italian seasoning or, like, anything else that you'd like, but you gotta try it before you are sitting here judging me, you know? Oh, that low-key sounds really good. I kind of want to make it right now. (laughs) Uh, We kind of touched the next question 
I think in episode two as well in our initial Q&A, but someone asked, and let's actually be a bit more exact. What, which one new girl character are you? You know, in episode two where we did that mini Q&A, I said that you were, well, we talked about each other. So Dragna told me that I'm like Jess and Nick. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be Nick. And I think I have a lot of qualities, like good and bad from him. Like, I think that I'm funny. I think that um, when I can't think of any other good things of Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm funny. (laughs) Humor can get you a lot of places, ladies and gents. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, Nick is a really, like, dependable guy. Like, for all his friends, like, I I would say that I'm that. Um, some of my not-so-nice qualities is, like, I'm anxious like Nick. I am a procrastinator like Nick. Like, I see a lot of myself, like. And then I'm, like, I found that man attractive. So I'm, like, do I love myself? Like, what does this mean for me, you know? I mean, I hope you love yourself. And if Nick Miller is the one that can show you that, so be it. Hey, girl. (laughs) What you doing? Nothing. (laughs) What would you do for a living if money wasn't an issue? So I guess what would be like your paid passion project? I've started so many hobbies and quit them. But this might be a little tricky. The thing is, though, I have an answer for you. Save it until I say my answer. Okay, go ahead, girl. (laughs) The way you're thinking right now. (laughs) Sometimes I wish that we could, like, visually record these so that people could see. Because right now, I'm in, like, that purest form of thinking. Oh, Kind of with that, let us know if you'd like us to, like, I don't know. This might be kind of extra, but post, like, video versions of the podcast on YouTube so you can actually see us while we're talking. It's a whole other project that might take more time, but we will only do it if that's something you're interested in. So if none of you reach out to us saying, hey, that'd be awesome, we're not going to do it. But if you do, let us know. (laughs) Okay, I think I got an answer. I think... I would like to do something with like singing or dancing, but specifically not dance. Okay, I can't dance. I feel, I feel. Okay, Dragon is giving me a look. I feel like I can't dance. So I really enjoyed doing folklore, which is like the Serbian like national like dance. I enjoyed like the outfits. I enjoyed performing, and I enjoyed like immersing myself in our culture in a way that's fun and like meeting I've met so many people around like the United States from dancing and and like even in other countries like Canada and stuff like that so like I just like how involved and like how many opportunities you can have to go other places singing I have always liked singing um I've kind of stopped singing now, but like 
if I could get paid to do that and do it well, I would probably do those two things. I love that answer, but it was not what I thought. Interesting. I thought you were going to say an author. I would love to do that too, but I would learn, I, I would love, you know, my mom has always told me that I could be an author like outside of my job, which is true. So I guess that's why it didn't come to me. Whereas like these two things, like I don't think I'd be able to like do ever for like a living. So it's kind of like, you know, your childhood dream of being like a pop star. Like In my heart, you are a pop star. Thank you. Thank you. What are you, this is kind of a, I'm dropping it so easily, but it's kind of a heavy question. What are you most proud of? Inserts cricket noises. Cricket, 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 cricket. <clears throat> I would probably say that the thing I'm most proud of is getting into pharmacy school and like pursuing that career just because, you know, my parents like came to America for a better life for me and my family and my mom and like grandparents work their like asses off to like live in the house that we do and like my dad um sorry by the way that was my email noise (laughs) but my dad like is a trucker so he spends a lot of time like in a truck instead of at home with his family so like I was very proud to get into pharmacy school to be like the first in my family to like become a doctor and like do something that like would make my parents know that like I'm not gonna have to struggle like they did or like that I can help them like in the future like pay for like their house or like pay something off for them so that they don't have to like struggle anymore and that they would know that everything that they went through and struggled and like all their trauma was worth something that's beautiful and I want to cry (laughs) I almost cried talking about it because I don't think my parents like know how much their lives like influence me and my decisions like I think they're like oh she's like a funky gal like she dyed her hair purple, like, oh, like, she pierced her ear, like, oh, like, I don't think they realize, like, a lot of the things I do is for them, even though it should be for me, and it still is for me, but, like, I cannot not put emphasis on, like, what they went through to get me to where I am. That's just because you respect your parents and their experience, and I'm sure if they are listening to, listening to this, that's going to mean a lot to them. I hope it does. I love you, mom and dad. (laughs) Uh, What's a typical day in the life like for you? (laughs) Uh, Wake up, cry. (laughs) (laughs) You're not, you're not far off. (laughs) Okay, I'll go since today is, uh, oh my God, I almost said today's Tuesday, it's Wednesday. Yikes. If that doesn't show y'all a little bit of the trauma I'm going through. I would say, okay, my busiest day is Tuesday. So wake up, 7 o'clock, shower maybe. Um, class starts at 8.30 in the morning, go until 12.30. Sometimes the professors take a break if they're nice. Sometimes they don't. And uh, good old inattentiveness kicks in and then you're 
behind and yeah go home eat a lunch maybe (laughs) study (laughs) watch lectures (laughs) up until like nine o'clock ten o'clock do notes do assignments um potentially go to work I work at two jobs, so I try to work there once every week. You know, very bleak. Go to bed. Cry. I am not exaggerating when I say this semester specifically, whenever I text Anjal to see how she's doing, she's watching a lecture. Like, all she does is watch lectures, and... I admire you so much for that. You put you were putting so much hard work into the semester. Not that you have really a choice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thank you, even though. I... <laughs> but the point is, you 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 make it look easy, but I know it's hard as hell. Yeah, this semester is not the happiest semester. I think everybody in my class is just like, one. We've had this type of scheduling where like we take an exam every week since August of 2021 so I think we're all just over it and of course like right now like right before the end of the semester we're in our hardest like course and none of us have any motivation like we're all miserable like nobody's happy nobody is healthy nobody is gleaming like we're all sad students with that said, if any of you have a good meme or funny story to tell Angelus, DM us on the pod Instagram so she can have some form of serotonin because it's it's dark out here. Thank you. Thank you. I would really appreciate anything, any TikToks, cats, anything. <laughs> well, we already had a heavy question. How about another heavy question? <laughs> Why not? You know, this was kind of tough. What would you say so far has been the happiest moment of your life? Ooh, tell me why I knew that one was going to be the one. And of course, my answer is not here. So just one moment. Let me do, 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 do. This is going to sound really silly. No. And this is going to sound really shallow for all the loving people I have in my life but I would say probably the happiest times of my life were when I was seeing One Direction or Harry Styles (laughs) she said you're insecure but honestly that was like a band that like changed my life like it helped me through a lot of like mental issues not mental issues like but mental health issues like a lot of sad times a lot of like scary times like I would put their music on and like I would feel calm so like seeing somebody that does that much for you and especially like I would say like the last concert they had was the best one that I went to because I was like on the floor like really close to them I got to see their faces like without a camera lens being zoomed up. Like I saw their facial features and just like being in an area with like people who you idolize, like there's nothing I can explain that like, I remember that night so clearly like me and of a couple of like me and Dragon's mutual friends went to this concert. We like all got on the train and like it got out so late. The train got canceled. Well, not canceled, but like, 
we kept stopping on the train. It, like, we got to, like, our friend's house at 3 in the morning. And my mom was ready to bitch me out. Like, ready to kill me and skin me alive. Because then we had to drive an hour and, like, 15 minutes back home to Rockford. Drop my friend off, which is, like, 15 minutes away from me. And then go back home. And then go- she had to wake up early to get us to school. And my mom was, like, bitching me out. But I was in the back of the car, like dude, I don't care if you actually kill me today. I'm, like, at peace. Like, I'm happy. So, you guys might laugh at me, but, yeah, that's my happiest moment. I think that's a good answer. I really don't understand people. Like, I, I personally wasn't a directioner myself. I, I, I like their music, but I wasn't, like, a fan fan. Mm-hmm. But how could you, like, disrespect directioners? Because you can tell they, like, really loved the guys and they love the music like you you can't knock people just love it come on no literally and then i'm like when like people would judge me especially like a lot of guys i'd be like dude you guys fantasize like basketball basketball players or like sports players like what's the difference nothing exactly (laughs) Ooh, this one could be stirring the pot stirring the pot what is one thing you love and one thing you hate about our culture. <laughs> oh, she's thinking. You know what that means? That means I got 500 answers. Which one do you want? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, y'all want another podcast about <laughs> serving culture? <laughs> Literally. I guess one thing I love about our culture is... There's a very big emphasis on family and like that your family is everything and that family like should be there for you no matter what and like family is your rock and everything and I know that you know not everybody experiences that and like you know some people are like screw family I get it. But if you are a part of a family that is, like, good and, like, genuinely, like, puts enough love and effort into family as, like, our culture, like, respects, like, it's very nice. Like, I love my parents. I love my grandparents. I love my aunt. And, like, no matter, like, what arguments we have, like, I know that those are people that, like, even though they don't accept a decision I've done... Like, they're still going to be there for me. And they're still going to, like, pick me up when I'm down. And they're still going to support me even when I think that I don't have anybody. Like, I really appreciate that. That's the answer. Thank you. On the other hand, (laughs) I think the single most worst trait that Serbians have is that they're judgmental as fuck. Howl them louder. Like, when I tell you people that don't know you will see you and be like, wow, you've gained X amount of weight. Or, wow, you look anorexic. Meanwhile, they're overweight. They don't look good. They are not doing mentally well, physically well. And they have the nerve to come to you and talk to you about 
your health, your looks, your anything, when they don't know a single thing about you. That is the one worst thing about Serbians. And Serbians like to talk. So if you gained X amount of pounds to that person, they're telling the whole community. Like, I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's definitely, like, that negative vibe where... And it's kind of condescending where they're like, we're the most tight-knit culture. Like, guys, we are here for each other. We love each other. But they're the first people to be talking shit. Period. Yeah. So, like, do I love being Serbian? Hell yeah. Do I also want to fight every Serbian? Hell yeah. (laughs) Let's give a little bit of a a light question now. How about that? Okay, Okay. What is... For those of you that know, Angela has sported a lot of fun hair colors and hair styles and cuts and stuff like that. So the people want to know, what's your favorite haircut and color that you've had so far? Okay. I would say my favorite hair color is the purple. Like I definitely have never been as confident in myself as I have in the purple. So we dub, we dub, we love a little emo girl. I'm in love with an emo girl. I'm in love with an emo girl. I love the purple. It's such a good look. My favorite. See, the thing is, I would love to have a bob. But I could never have a bob. And my hairstylist has confirmed. Never say never. (laughs) No, she finally told. No, she was like, you're going to look like a triangle head, like a Dorito chip. Oh my god, but that's kind of a vibe. No. So whoever has a bob out there, appreciate it. Because there's people like me who really want a bob. Like, I just want that, like, stiff, like, like twirl of the hair. Like, anyways. I'd probably say my favorite haircut was when I had, like, medium length hair. And, like, it was blonde and, like, layered. And it just fit really nice when I, like, straighten it and, like, curl it. I can't confirm. You looked hot as hell. Thank you. Thank you. Is there, like, other than the bob being the style, is there another color you kind of want to do? I added blue to my bangs recently, and I really like the blue. Um, I want to do, like... Dude, there's so many colors I want to do. It's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Like, I want to do green. I don't know if I'll actually ever do green in my life. I want to do, like, a ginger. Like, I want to do a ginger moment, even though I'm, like... I don't know if I could pull off, but, like, not, like, a ginger, but, like, a deep auburn ginger. I feel like you could. I don't know. I'm kind of interested. Obviously, I like pink, so I feel like I could do pink. I don't know. There's so many colors. I've always wanted to do black, but my hairstylist said no. No. (laughs) So a black bob is totally out of the question. Yeah. (laughs) I cannot recreate Lisa from Blackpink. Ugh. You know what? You never know. That's what wigs are for. That's very true. Man, not me really trying to be light, and now I'm going to ask you probably the heaviest question I'm going to ask you. If you could say something to little Angela, what would you say? Wow. Y'all just, why y'all want to be so deep with me? Like, why are you guys asking me all these deep questions? What the heck? I know, but also, knowing you for so long, like, 
I can in I can so clearly see you when you were like I think we met when you were in middle school. Like I, I can see you right now and oh my god, the things I would say to her, even as just a friend, like and are my eyes tearing up? Dude, I was just about to say every time I do like inner child work like to myself, I, I ball very, very hard. Um I think the biggest thing that little Angela needed to hear is that you are going to do something with your life like you're gonna you're gonna make it like you're gonna be okay I think um still to this day I have a lot of trouble like with imposter syndrome and like I think I can't do a lot of things that like I very much could and so just telling her like you got this like you're gonna get there like just take a deep breath I think that's what would have calmed little Angela down we love little Angela the the picture I see of myself is like so cute that it makes me sad every time I'm like mean to myself I'm like thinking about little Angela okay easy question easy question thank you thank you What are your top recommendations for the following? And you can only answer one for each. Okay. Movie, TV show, book, and song. Just give us one of each. I'd say movie, The Hangover. I've gotten into it recently and like, it just makes me laugh. Like, not you fat Jesus. Like, who thinks of that? Like, I, I don't understand. Hitting a baby with a car door, that's really bad in real life. But seeing that in that movie, funniest shit ever. Okay, movie, what was the other one? <laughs> TV show. TV show. Uh, you know, I just finished Euphoria. It was pretty good. I would recommend. It's like a nice, like, I liked Skins growing up, like the UK version of Skins, which is like, how do teenagers mess up their lives? And this is like the American version of Skins, but better. So. A book. Mm, I haven't read a book in so long. I'm still finishing the series, but I would recommend The Red Queen. <laughs> and a song. As It Was by Harry Styles, hands down, best song I've heard all April, period. As it was. That song has given me so much happiness and so much motivation for a sad song. It's something about the sad song with a happy jingle. I can't, I can't get enough. It's very vibey. I like it. (laughs) But people really are asking you the depressing shit. So sorry about that. It's okay. I guess they want me to be sad. (laughs) What is one thing you would change about your life if you could? Could be about present day or like the past. Well, if you could change one thing, what would it be? LOL, this is going to be really deep and like get to know me. But I guess I would change my relationship with food. As a young kid, I think it was very... Something happened when I was younger. I don't know what. I haven't been able to pinpoint but it caused me to have, sorry guys, it's like hailing or something outside. So if you hear little, little, you know, it's, it's the weather, <laughs> but um, 
I don't want to have like a binge eating disorder anymore. I don't want to have a negative relationship with food. I want to eat what I love and not feel guilty, like really nourish myself and not really care about the way food plays with weight and like all that stuff. Like I wish I didn't care or have such a messed up view of that. Thank you for sharing that because that's not an easy thing to say. And unfortunately, I think with women, especially food is difficult for Mm -hmm. us. So thank you for being brave enough to actually talk about that. No problem. Thank you so much. And if anybody wants to talk to me about that stuff, I might not have advice because I'm not a medical professional in that area, but we can chat because me and food, we have not been friends for a very long time. So here's a fun question. If you could buy a famous art piece, what would it be and where would you put it? Okay, this was very like interesting when I first heard the question because I didn't think I'd figure it out as quick as I did. (laughs) I would probably really like to have like The Starry Night by Van Gogh. And (laughs) me too. (laughs) Besties. I would probably put it like in my bedroom. I think that's something that I would like to like wake up to and like go to bed to. Um, Or another interesting one is like, I would like to have the scream and I don't know who it's from. (laughs) So sorry about that, but I would like to have the scream. And I think I'd maybe put it like in my bathroom. Cause I think that'd be like funny. Like, can you imagine you're pooping and you look over and like, there's a person holding their hands up to their cheeks screaming like the same. Or when like the- maybe in my living room. Wait, I'm cracking up right now still at the scream in the bathroom. Forget when the IBS hits. <laughs> when the- Period. Not me like disrespecting like a very notable art piece by putting it in my bathroom, but I would giggle. Uh, so, um, low key, I got a shout out. This question's from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is another creative project you would like to do that's, you know, maybe big, huge, or whatever you want it to be? What's something creative you want to do, other than the pod? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Zorn. Mr. Zorn. Um, I really appreciate this question. And it was actually really easy. Like, recently, I've really, really gotten into watching people on TikTok and um, Instagram make pottery and I really really want to get into pottery I love that for you like I think it would be so cute like I've seen the cutest little plates and the cutest little cups and like one of my friends from Rockford she gave me like when she was like cleaning out her house she gave me like a cup and like two dishes that she made herself and like I still have them in my living room and I look at them and like, they're very beautiful. And like, she might be like, Oh, it's just like a high school cup. And I'm like, but it's so pretty. And it's just like, I want to make something that like, I could say like, I did that. And like, I'm proud of it. So if anybody has a kiln that they could like rent out to me or like have me come over, like, please let me know. Okay. First of all, I love that for you. And you'd be so good at that. And 
please keep us in the loop if you pursue this. I want to. It's kind of cute. I also think painting clay would be like really fun or like dipping it in the whatever they have to dip it in. I think that would be super fun. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, the next question, guys. There might be a fight. There there might be drama. Oh, no. (laughs) Do you like Dragana's boyfriend? (laughs) What's the tea? Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I love Dragana's boyfriend. Shout out to my man, Dushan. Um, I think he's a very wonderful man for Dragana and a very good human to her he loves her he treats her well which is my biggest concern as dragon's best friend like i only care about if dragon's happy no offense dushan <laughs> um but me and dushan have gone to have a nice little relationship outside of dragon and he messages me tiktok sometimes we message sometimes like randomly just to be like hey are you dying in classes like, yeah me too and then like the conversation ends there mostly because of me it's my fault so again sorry dushan but um he's always a fun time to hang around with he is just very fun and bubbly like it's very funny because like seeing him you'd kind of be like scared because he is like very like to himself and like kind of intimidating to like people who are shy like me it's like i never thought he'd like me and then like now that he loves me it's like very fun to like talk to him on the phone or like hang out with him and Dragana at the same time. So there's no tea, y'all. I love Dushan. I love Dushan and Dragana, the double Ds, you know? <laughs> I am so happy because if there was, like, no, not chemistry, but, like, kind of, if there was, like, no chemistry between my best friend and my boyfriend, fiancé, husband, whatever, I'd be so sad. <laughs> no, yeah, trust me. I've been on that end where Dragana has hated uh, my ex, <laughs> Fair enough, for good reason. But uh, it's not fun when your friends don't like your bands. So I'm really happy that we both like each other's bands. And I'm excited to see, like, I almost called it a play date. Oh, my God. I'm excited to see, um, like, hangouts with all four of us and how that would be. Like, I think that would be so fun. No, I think we should set up a play date for our boyfriends. <laughs> I mean, you right. We just go to a mall and drop them off by that, like, kid play section and we go shopping. We're like, we'll be back. <laughs> Don't talk to any strangers. Our boyfriends haven't met yet, but one day they will and it's going to be... I I have a feeling... Sorry. Quick quick tea, I guess. But I have a feeling they're going to be friends because they have very similar senses of humor. Like, the TikToks I get from both of them are ones that, like, they send me, like, separately and I'm like, you guys don't know yet, but y'all gonna be friends. True. You know, now that I see that, yeah, I, I you're not wrong. They don't know it yet. Anyway. You have 20 minutes to get ready. What is your go-to look? Outfit, hair, makeup? Like, you gotta get up in a rush. You gotta get out of the house. What is Angela throwing on? Oh my god. Hair in a bun. Probably some fabletic leggings period um a hoodie if it's warm probably a baggy shirt makeup eyebrows and mascara and some chapstick you know what she's gorgeous she is a working gal (laughs) 
we've already made it to our last question, which is to kind of close and tie everything up. Um, what is your current one kind of goal for the pod? How, how do you how do you feel about the pod? Are you happy with how we're doing? Like, what, what's the vibe? Honestly, I'm happy with the pod. Um, I just, I guess one more goal I have is like maybe to get more interactive with our listeners and like get some more interactions with the DMs or like something that would make people want to like, I want to have relationships, connections with you guys. So like, I guess like, let us know if there's anything that like we could do to make it more easy for you guys to want to like reach out or interact or like if there's anything that we can do because like that's all I really want is like more of like our fan base touching and being like oh my god like talk about this or like tell me about this that's true I feel like when you're used to media you consuming being people that you know you'll never be friends with you don't feel as obligated to talk but we're still very small, obviously, and not even low-key. We high-key want to be friends with you guys. Like, we actually want <laughs> to be friends. So I agree with you. That's a great goal. And I hope that whoever's listening now, never feel afraid to comment or to DM. You're going to get a response. We genuinely want to have a, like a friendship with you while we are small. Not, not that I'm saying we're going to get big. I... I'm realistic, <laughs> but that's a great goal. Do you have any? Ooh, actually, I actually have a pretty kind of crazy closer question. Is there a question that you wish someone asked that they didn't? Oh, like it's just something that you want to talk about, and you're kind of like, man, I wish somebody asked about this because I want to talk about this. I'm sorry, guys, for the long pause. I'm trying to think. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. It's really hard to, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I do have questions that, like, I wish somebody would ask me about. Like, I guess maybe if, like, any of our followers are, not decided on our career like if you guys asked me about the process of like getting into pharmacy school I agree that not this career isn't for everybody but I guess if somebody was interested it would make me happy to like help somebody out because like it's stressful I guess that would be the only one like that I can think of that's a good one though if anybody is interested in that process DM us and Angela can reach out to you directly with any information. Yes. And with that said, we made it to the end. And I would be lying if I said I learned anything new. Um, <laughs> but I would hope I knew all of this already. But we hope that you feel closer to Angela. Angela, did you have fun today? I did. I hope that everybody was happy getting to know me and getting to know me a little bit more personally than just what we talk about on the pod. Um, It was fun to talk about me for once. It's not always fun to talk about yourself, but for once I'm happy and 
I hope you guys enjoyed listening and I can't wait to talk to you guys about Dragana soon. We'll talk to you very soon. Mwah.